joy to the world. Amber Heard lost. Johnny Depp has won. I will tell you, that is some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. And I don't know if it's like, I've watched a lot of Judge Judy and shit growing Mm -hmm. up. Like my grandma used to love that judge shit. Mm -hmm. And I watched a lot of divorce court. But to watch rich and famous people in a situation like that was very, very strange to me. It was super entertaining at the same time, too. This bitch shat. <laughs> I don't want to call her a bitch. Yeah, yeah. This person shat in his bed. Yeah, bro. Crazy. She is legitimately insane. $15 million she has to pay, bro. Yeah. Could you imagine? Well, and that's like for her, it's like probably it's a lot, but like not a lot compared to how much it would be for us. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, $15 million? That's like, a lot of money. Fuck. Well, I don't even think Johnny, he clearly didn't do it for the money. It was clearly to, like, clear his name. Because well, she was saying some horrendous stuff, bro. At one point, she was saying that he, like, raped her with a whiskey bottle. Oh, wow. And then he was saying stuff. Like, I don't want to say too much because, like, I'll try to, like, dance around it because I don't want you to get, like, censored. But, like, he was saying, like, sorry, she was saying, he, he, we were in a closet in the hotel room and he shoved his fingers up inside my, and was moving me around like a puppet and was like saying like this outland, like he punched me so many times that I blacked out and I didn't even know what happened. And like saying all this horrendous stuff that like if some person actually did this, like they're like a monster of a human being. Huh. And, but all of it was a lie. She lied the entire time. Fake cried. Like, so I didn't watch too much of the trial, but could you tell that she was lying type thing? Like was, she's an actress, right? Bro, so obviously it's like a horrible actress, bro. If that was that, if because clearly she was trying to act and it was not working. It was like so bad. Like, so this is kind of like how she was like doing it. Like, right. She'd be like, he would. And so the jury's over here. She was looking at the jury like the whole time. He was assaulting me and like making these like super just like over exaggerated faces and like the whole time like she was like trying to fake cry she was like he just did this but like no tears like but it was so obvious like she was like changing her story so much and there was like this whole thing like that was like pretty popping in terms of like social sharing where she was like saying that she donated money that she was supposed to donate right because like she when they got divorced, she was like, I don't even care about the money. I am going to donate all of it to the ACLU because it's not about money for me. And she was do- supposed to donate some like huge, insane amount of money and didn't end up donating like barely anything at all. Oh, wow. But was claiming she donated it all. And the, the, so the lawyer was like, you haven't donated any of the money. Have you, Miss Heard? And then uh, Amber Heard was like, yes, I, I, I pledged all of the money. I pledged. So you didn't, but no, you haven't donated any money. No, I pledged all of the money and was like trying to say. So it's more you're saying you're going to do it. Yeah. And she was like, she she was like going back to the lawyer being like pledged and donated are the same thing. Like, no, they're not. Like, that's not the same thing. Like, shit. Yeah. So like she was like lying. It was like insane. I'm so happy she lost though. I was talking to a couple of my coworkers about it and they're like, dude, she did more worse things than shit in his bed. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck is worse than that? Well, and so, she's like, she he cut off his fucking finger. Yeah, she threw a, a, it was like a vodka handle at him and his hand was on like a table and the bottle hit his hand and like severed his finger. Oh. Yeah, and then like she hit him and like gave him hella black eyes all the time. Like she was like actually physically abusive to him, which is the crazy part because she's trying to claim that she's the victim. Yeah. 
But okay, so neither of us, you know, are abusive men, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of at what point do you like snap? Not snap, right? Because it's I think snapping is like killing someone and yeah. like really hurting them. Yeah. When do you defend yourself though? As far as like oh, from as man, someone hurting was... you, like attacking you type thing. Well, I don't think you can. And that's like the effed up part is okay. like you can't. And like that's one of the parts like they played hella audio tapes. And it sounded like every time it got violent, like Johnny would like remove himself from the situation, which would piss her off even more. Yeah. Um, but like that's all you really can do because imagine that. If it, and here's the thing about the trial. If the jury decided that there was ever a single time that Johnny was physically or mentally abusive to Amber Heard, she would have won. So she wasn't able to prove that one single time he was physically abusive. So that means he, she could have potentially beat him up 365 days in a row, like horribly. But if he did one thing. But if he did one thing, you know, so it's like you really Shit. have to like stack your cards. Okay. Now let me ask you this. So was this a divorce court situation or was this like a civil suit type? This thing? one? Yeah. This was civil suit. Okay, so he sued her ass for hundred million. Yeah, he sued her for defamation. Oh, because he didn't get to do Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah. all this. Type because of- she came out. She essentially she worked with. I think it was uh, the Washington Post or some some major headline. I think it was the Washington Post. Oh wow! And essentially wrote what they call op ed, and the title of the op ed was uh, like essentially along the lines of my story of surviving physical abuse or something like that, and she. Didn't Damn. she never explicitly said Johnny Depp, but she said, I learned firsthand the culture's wrath of when you speak out against physical abuse, uh, the power of the men protecting other men and was like trying to claim all this shit. But it, she she did it right before her uh, Aquaman release, right? Her mm-hmm. uh, secondary role in Aquaman. She like released all this stuff. And then on top of that, like when she, it was, she was so effed up, bro. Like, so when they went, when she filed for divorce, Johnny, Johnny's mom had just passed away. And then he was also on a like two week trip in Australia. And they essentially served him the divorce papers to show up to court. Like they sent it to him like the day before he was supposed to show up in court, knowing he was in Australia. So there was no chance he could make it to the divorce court. Oh, wow. And then on top of that, she, alerted TMZ of her going to divorce court and essentially someone on her team alerted them and essentially said, yeah, she's going to have a black eye on the right side of her, on her face, make sure to capture a photo of that. And like, so like, cause then a TMZ guy actually testified in court and was like, yeah, someone like was explaining how it all works and essentially said that someone on her team must wow. have alerted them. And she was trying to claim that she did not do any of that. And was like ignorant to the whole thing. That's so conniving, bro. Even after she lost, she was still saying, this is a horrible loss for domestic. Yeah, bro. She she put it on the whole gender of women. Insane. Bro, that was wild, dude. Yeah. Well, and I'm so happy because I think this is like, not only is it like super freaking entertaining, but I think from the standpoint of like the Me Too movement in general, Mm -hmm. right? One thing that has kind of always bothered me is I've seen stories in the past of like, a successful high school or football player who just got like college, uh, you know, ride to play football and like his life is about to change. And then like some girl who essentially is upset that they like slept together or something. She, this specific story, she essentially said that he raped her. Yeah. And then they went to court and it was found that she was, she literally like essentially said like, yeah, I lied. So he was cleared, but 
He's, they still, he's, they still canceled everything. Ruined his career. They, people still look at him like a rapist and yep. like his life is over, even yeah. though she came out and said. The fucked up part is you can't sue these women or these people that do these allegations, right? Yeah. Like if you fuck over someone's career and mm-hmm. you should be able to sue them for one defamation of character for, yeah. and two for the amount of money you might have lost. Yeah. Dealing with this bullshit. Like, that's not fair. Well, and that's exactly what Johnny did. But and I don't know if it's just because it was, like, publicized in an article on the Washington Post is how they essentially have proof. Because you have to have proof yeah. of, like, defamation, which was, like, the most difficult part for them. Mm-hmm. But like, it was, I think it was very easy for them to prove that Amber Heard is insane. So there's a football player kind of going through something similar right now. Mm-hmm. His name is Deshaun Watson. And great football player. Love him. You mm-hmm. know, I wish he was on the Raiders type thing. But. If there's smoke, there's fire, right? Yeah, yeah. So he had 22 women accuse him of, um, he would go to a massage parlor, yeah, yeah, get a happy ending, and then supposedly he would make these women feel uncomfortable, right? Like yeah, they yeah. didn't want to do what he had them do. Yeah. Um, and I don't think all 23 women now are telling mm. the truth, right? Yeah. Because there's one woman that just came out yesterday saying, after I watched this HBO special, mm-hmm. it made me feel like I had to stand up for myself and, and, and say something about what happened yeah. with my experience with this guy. And I'm thinking, this shit has been going on for two years now. Like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, at what point do you, like, I don't know. And this is, these are all civil suits, right? No one's trying to press charges. No mm-hmm. one wants this guy to be fucking thrown under jail. Yeah. What they want is money. Which is, I think that's a big root for a lot of the stuff. And I think that's something that, like, is a big part of, like, any type of, I think in any successful person's, and I'll call it like it is, any successful man's kind of, like, if they're becoming successful, I think, like, in the back of their mind, like, I know I kind of think about this at times, which is kind of scary. It's Like, who knows? Like, any of these chicks that I might have hit up through Tinder. Yeah, man. They could just out of out of nowhere just decide, be like, oh, I'm a, he's, he's popping off. I'm going to get some money and then, like, you know, just make some shit up. Yeah. And then, you know, next thing you know, your whole career is over. So I remember my mom telling me to stay away from a certain type of chick Mm -hmm. growing up, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, it is what it is. This is where I go to high school at. This is the type of girls that are around. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember I was, you know, with a girl once, and she told me to hurt her. Like, she was like, I want you to hurt me. And I'm like, whoa, like, I don't want to hurt you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's fun to pull your hair and do that all type of shit. But like... I don't want to physically hurt you. Yeah. Like, and we didn't hook up after that. And yeah. I was like, this is the weirdest shit ever. And I know people are into different things. Yeah, I totally own, understand it. Yeah. But like for me to like physically hurt a woman during a intimate moment, I yeah. thought it was very wrong. Wrong. And it just made me think about what my mom always told me. Like you can be put in a situation like this. And mm. the next thing you know, your whole life's over because a person Felt a certain type of way, or they had a bruise, and their mom asked them what the fuck happened, and the next thing you know, you know, you're fucked. Yeah. Well, I think that, again, that's kind of the cool thing about this trial, and I think what it meant in a bigger picture, and, like, Johnny Depp even released this in his, like, kind of, I don't want to say victory speech, but (laughs) essentially what it was. Um, He said that uh, this is a huge moment. Essentially, I'm going to butcher it, but this is a huge moment for every, this is a huge moment for justice and for the truth. And he hopes that moving forward, uh, there will be a, a huge return of innocent and proven guilty within the public eye and within the media. Because I think that's the truth. Like, it's always been innocent until proven guilty in the court. 
But the media is guilty until proven innocent. Exactly, which is yeah. super backwards. And the crazy thing about this whole Amber Heard thing, too, is since she came out claiming physical abuse, not one. It's it, And this is what the lawyer said. This is me, too, without the me, too, because no one came forward to say me, too. It was uh, only Amber just trying to claim that Johnny Depp is this horrible monster. Yeah. But like all of these other people that Johnny Depp has been with are like, no, Johnny's like the sweetest person in the world. And like, he never hurt me. And like, he was just amazing. And like, he had his like exes testify and stuff saying he was like wow. awesome, which is like something saying something, you know? I mean, everyone has their demons, right? I know he was an alcoholic. I know mm -hmm. he's famous. They all do blow and yeah, yeah. shit like that. Um, yeah, dude, crazy. Yeah. I've never had a girl shit in my bed. <laughs> I've never had a girl poop in my bed before. For real. Ever. Why, I, What's the craziest thing a girl's ever done at your house? So this one time, this girl, <laughs> this one time, it was at my old apartment. I picked up this girl, excuse me, and I brought her over to uh, the apartment, and we were, like, kicking it, and, like, I think she started, like, rolling a blunt or something. She's like, can I use your bathroom? I was like, yeah, of course, go ahead. And then, uh, like, a couple minutes go by, whatever, and then she comes back out, and she's like, I just threw up. And I was like, what? I was like, are you okay? She's like, can you just take me home? And, like, I took her home. Yeah. And then, like, I was, but like, I was, I was like, driving back. I was like, that was fucking weird. And, like, she hit me up a couple days later, and, like, we kicked it again. But, like, even the second time we kicked it, I was like, this is strange. strange. Yeah, it was, like, super weird. Like, yeah. I don't know if she was, like, on something. I think she, like, had, like, a, a like on a pill or something that, like, that yeah. was, like, I mean, That'll that's one thing everything. that popped up. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm trying to think of some crazy moments I've had. I had a, a girl I broke up with come to my house. I open the door and she pushes in my door and start grabbing all the clothes I have in my closet. Right? And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I have my uncle there too. My uncle could testify to this. So I'm like, looking at my uncle, like, bro, like, so I grab my clothes from her. Yeah. And I like snatch them out of her hand. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm going to tell them you hit me. And I'm like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, first of all, my uncle was right here. Yeah. Why would you tell them that I hit you? Yeah. So then she runs out, goes in my car, and fucking starts keying my car, bro. Keying my car. And I got it on video. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. you're an idiot. Yeah. But um, shit like that can get toxic, man. Uh, like, that's when you kind of know, like, you know, there's some great parts in the relationship. We have a lot of fun together. Mm -hmm. But maybe we should just have fun together. Like, yeah. You should not be serious because that's crazy. Well, there's, like, a lot of people out there who, like, you know, just, like, they're not. I don't know. I, I was actually talking to my mom about this. More so a bigger picture, not even around, like, relationships, but the idea of, I call it social pruning. right? Social so like pruning. Pruning. So it's, like, you know, it's like a hedge. When it gets overgrown, you you kind of prune it. Okay. So my whole idea behind it is, like, like let's say, like, uh, public school. Mm -hmm. You go to public school. And if you do something hell out of pocket or like, let's say like if I was, you know, like in high school or middle school and I went up to a girl and I was like, like, you're a, you're a stupid bitch and I don't like your haircut. Most likely people in the vicinity are going to be like, whoa, dude, that's not cool. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. And then like that's, that prunes me a little bit and teaches me and to not, mm -hmm. that that's not socially acceptable. And like, let's say uh, again, I go to school and like in the middle of class, I'm like, Say something like hella racist. Yeah. It's like people are going to be like, dude, you can't like, you can't do that. That's not cool. Prunes me a little bit. And it kind of like keeps you within like, and it teaches you what is like socially acceptable. Yeah. You know, in a certain sense. And uh, a lot of people are just guarded from that though, right? Yeah. And like they a, don't get pruned. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
So like, I think that's like a, a big thing that like happens to a lot of people is like you said, they're guarded, they're overly protected mm-hmm. and like they don't learn. Again, people will probably like try to kill me for this, but like that's kind of like social pruning is like almost kind of similar to the idea of bullying in a certain sense. Yeah, man. It's like, you know, like I'm kind of happy that like my friends bullied me in a certain sense, right? Mm-hmm. Not in like the traditional sense, but like kind of like if I did some weird shit, I want to know if I'm doing weird shit. Yeah. You know, because, call me out on it. Yeah. Cause it's going to help like form me into a, a better man, uh-huh. you know, in the future. And like, so, you know, like all the hardship you go through, it kind of like forms you a little bit like. So I was talking to my assistant manager um, at work about this the other day, and he's telling me, um, you know, there was no school shootings back when we were growing up because not everyone got bullied. It wasn't like just one kid got yeah, bullied. Yeah. Everyone got shit talked to them. Yeah. Everyone fucking got their, got their just due. You yeah. did something stupid. You came with some fucked up shoes. Yeah. You had a fucked up haircut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you had a fucked up fit. Everyone got it. Yeah. Right. And um, not saying bullying is okay. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm trying to think of a moment where like I really got bullied. Like mm-hmm. I don't I can't think of one. Yeah, yeah. And I can't think of a moment where I ever like bullied someone. Yeah. Um, but I was watching Stranger Things and uh the the main character, um, L mm-hmm. is going through a situation where she's getting bullied, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, if that ever happened anywhere I was at mm-hmm. or anywhere around, you know, any of my friends were at, mm-hmm. we would have said something. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, no one's just going to let someone fucking get a milkshake thrown in their face or, like, yeah. push down to the ground or, you know, I just yeah. feel like, obviously, it's, it's TV and it's Hollywood. Yeah. It's over-exaggerated, but, like, to an extent, right? Motherfucker going to tell you if you got a fucked up haircut or you yeah. got some ugly ass shoes. Yeah. And it somewhat builds character because yeah. everyone gets that shit. Yeah. Um, well, so, it, yeah, that social pruning, I think, is very, very important. Yeah. Um, And I think it's it's ne- it's a necessity to grow in life, right? Like you got to be able to kind of grow that thick armor, that thick skin and be able to yeah. take criticism and all that yeah. type of shit. Oh, I know what scene you're talking about when she got the milkshake thrown on her. Yeah. That yeah like shit. I, I was thinking the same shit, man. Like there's no way Bro. that what everybody, all the people in there they and even the guy around the music, you. no way. You know what I'm like? It's so far fetched. We're like, I love the show, but I'm like, yeah, this well, is dumb. But that's like, in a certain sense, there's a lot of people who have that mentality. You know, where they think that shit, like, and again, we could be totally ignorant right now. Who knows? That shit could happen, but I fucking highly doubt it. But like a lot of people believe that that's like that something will happen to them. And this is actually an interesting thing. I was reading in one of the books. It's the whole idea of like, you know, a lot of people are so attached to their problems that if someone, if I essentially say it's like, hey, that's not like, you know, that's nothing to worry about their problem has become their identity so much mm-hmm. that you're like making them feel like they're not like a person in a certain sense. So even like, so people get like very attached to things that happen in their life. So I feel like in a certain sense, like let's say someone gets like slightly bullied. Yeah. They see a scene like that in stranger things and they're like, that's me. That's what happened to me. And like they over exaggerate it because that's what gives them, you know, purpose. There was a, a show called love is blind. Oh my God. I was watching. You seen it? Yeah, I was watching the second season. <laughs> so my, I had uh, someone I was dating try to fucking make me watch the show, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, one, this shit's not real. Yeah. And two, it's like, bro, when are you in these scenarios where like yeah. this type of shit's happening in real life? Yeah. Um, but it is a very entertaining show. Like I, I call myself like kind of like, I'm on you know I'm on Twitch looking at some shit, but I'm like, damn, this kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple scenes where it's like, oh, that's crazy. But uh, there's this guy in season two. It's, uh, uh, what is his name? 
explain the premise of the show because I, I think, right, it's you fall in love with a motherfucker mm-hmm. who you've never seen before. Yeah, so essentially there's like, let's say, I don't know the exact number, but let's say there's 10 guys and 10 girls. There's like this weird building where there's like two sides and then there's these like meeting chambers is what I'll call them in the middle. And the guys are separated from the girls and they have like their own communal things and the guys can chat and the girls can chat. But then in the middle, it's these little communal meeting rooms, but it's like two circles kind of paired together. And then in the middle of the circle, there's a wall, like a, a, a wall you can't see through mm-hmm. with like some color on it or whatever. And essentially the whole premise is these people go into the room, a guy and a girl, and they talk to each other without ever seeing each other. And then, so they go and kind of do speed dating without yeah. ever seeing each other. And then they're supposed to essentially propose to each other without ever meeting. And then after physically. they propose, yeah, without ever physically meeting. And after proposing, they finally meet. And then they go through the process of like, I think it's like four weeks, they meet each other's family and friends and then get married if they decide to at the altar. How hard? One, right? I I think I met your brother once. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker would clown the shit out of you. Oh yeah. If you told him you did some shit like oh, that. Oh yeah, bro. There's no way. And I, like that's the thing. It's like I get the concept in a certain sense, but like physical appearance, it does matter. It matters. Man. It's like an unfortunately. Thing. I don't even want to say unfortunately. It's just more like human nature almost. Yeah, that's nature. It's natural. It's literally human nature. Like you said, it's like, that's a part of our design. Like I think about like animals, right? Like, like peacocks the peacock. Shit. Yep. Fuck dude. We said at the same time, yep. fucking peacocks, right? They got to show how beautiful they are yeah. to attract that mate. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, man, I don't fucking well, know. And, and, and that's like nature's version of pruning in a certain sense. It's like the superior, I don't want to say the superior, but like certain traits live on because it's like, you know, the survival of the fittest in a certain sense. Yeah. You know, but like, again, not to diminish the whole idea of like, oh, well, love is bigger than, yeah, like a huge portion of love is much Connection, greater than communication, physical um, attraction. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All that shit. The way you vibe with people. Yeah. Um, interests, social interests, like but hobbies, to, yeah. all that. But to completely ignore the physical side is just like, come on, bro. I think it's dumb. Because yeah. then, right, <laughs> I've seen, right, where like a girl like on that show, mm. now that I think about it. A girl fucking says yes to the guy, and then she's like, oh, my God, he's fucking short as shit. Yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, she doesn't want to be with him anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because he's short. It's yeah. like. Yeah. Well, no, but it's kind of round back to this guy. I forget his name, but if you've seen season two, you'll know who I'm talking about right away. It's this, uh, It's this. he's an African-American dude, and uh, while he's in the, the pods, he seems pretty chill. But then, like, at one point, he brings up that he, in the past, has also dated men. So oh essentially, shit. he's like bisexual or gen- whatever, relationship fluid, whatever t- you want to so call it. So he told it. the girl this. No, he didn't. When they're in the pod, he didn't mention it at all and then oh, started fuck. to uh, develop a relationship with this girl. But the funny thing is, right, the idea of like, okay, like you're bisexual, cool, whatever. It's not, you know, it's not that crazy in today's society. society. But he was inflating it so much that it was like in his mind, he's like, if I tell her she's going to freak out because people don't accept it. And was like developing this whole story in his mind that like, once he tells her this, it's over. Oh, and wow. so then like they, they proposed, they, they got engaged, they met, still hasn't mentioned it. Uh-huh. And then like a couple days into their like whatever honeymoon thingy before they even get married, they're like in Mexico. He's like, I need to bring it up. And he brings it up and he does it. But instead of just being like, Hey, like I used to date men. I'm bi or whatever fluid, whatever you want to call it. He's like, I have to tell you something. 
and I'm really afraid that it's just gonna destroy our relationship. And she's like, no, it's fine, you can tell me anything. He's like, no, you don't understand. This is huge, this so he is made big. It, he made it super dramatic, over, yeah. Super dramatic, right? It was this dude's whole identity. Damn. So then when he finally just spits it out and says like, I used to date other men, at first she's kind of like, oh, well like you should have told me that like when we were in the pods, like not that it like makes a big difference. And she started to totally kind of like be like, oh, it's not like, that's not that bad. Like we can work through this. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, you just don't understand. And just kept making it bigger. Like she's trying to be like, no, it's chill. Like, so don't maybe worry. he really likes dudes. And was trying to get out of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it has to yeah. be bigger than that. Like, bro, she just told you she was cool with it. Like, yeah. what the fuck? Exactly. But, like, and that's kind of goes back to what I was saying, though. It's like his, for him, yeah, he, he was so invested in that problem that when someone essentially said, oh, that's, not, that's not a big problem. Don't worry about it. Don't sweat it. He's like, what? And they just kept blowing up, like, to the yeah. point where, like, he threw his hat and, like, they got in a fat argument and, like, threw the ring in the pool and was, like, popping Whoa. off and, like, called. He's like, that's why I don't fuck with bitches like you. And she was like, excuse me? And, like, rightfully so, threw her drink in his face. I was like, hell yeah. Great TV. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> it was, like, so crazy to me because he kept talking about it. Like, I don't know if she's going to be able to handle it. Yeah. And then, like, while he was like, it's like, because people do that, you know? It's well, like. How, I mean, yeah, dude, that's fucking crazy. My thing is more, you're on this show, Love is Blind, right? You should just be upfront about, you know, what you're trying to at least hide or be blind about with this person. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like that's the whole point of the show is to like, you know, tell them that stuff because it's blind. It's like, who cares? Yeah. And like at the end of the day, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a female, so I don't know what it is from a female perspective to hear that a guy is bisexual. But like if a girl told me that like at one point she dated other girls, like. Well, I mean, so I've, I've dated a girl who was bi before, yeah. right? And it was more like, I think. It's more you think about, damn, I don't just got to worry about yeah, both, dudes yeah, now. Yeah. I got to worry about girls, too. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably. I can see that. You know, the the thought process behind it. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I was down with it. Like, fuck, if you want to invite a girl over, yeah, fuck, yeah. let's fucking do it. I mean, <laughs> I'm down. But. Yeah, man. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's, it's it was wild, though. That show, the whole premise is kind of. And, like, majority of the relationships didn't work out, obviously. Yeah. I think uh, when, when I watched it with uh, the person I was dating at the time, I think one relationship worked out. Mm -hmm. And I was still like, this shit's not going to last. Yeah. Like, there's no way you're going to just fucking fall in love with someone without seeing them. Exactly. It just it really doesn't make sense. But, I mean, it does, like, I think it does stress an important point that, like, you know, like, it is a lot more important than physical. Because, mm -hmm. like, you could probably, I mean, it all plays into it. But I think the mental aspect is extremely important. Like, if you can't communicate and you can't, like, you know, like, you know, match up on that mental, it's just not going to work. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, <laughs> shit, man. I get irritated so easily. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, <laughs> when I think about all the relationships I've been in, like, growing up, right, like, I used to think it was weird when, like, my friend's parents would be like, oh, they sleep in different rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, bro. It's like, that's the greatest idea ever. Yeah, for real, huh? Fuck, bro. Are you telling me I get to sleep by myself and yeah. spread out and kick my legs and fucking fart in bed and yeah. like, do all this weird shit? Not like, have I have to wake know. up when the other person wakes up. Dude, all that shit. Yeah, I'm a hella light sleeper, so that's for sure me. It's like any, like, thing. I'm just, like, awake, you know? And then my thing is just more like, you know, you have hobbies that you want to do in the morning. Like, mm -hmm. I got into this routine where I was going to the gym in the morning at, like, 7 a.m., then it becomes like a whole thing of uh, 
know, why are you going to the gym so early? Like, we could be cuddling in bed. And I'm like, yeah. well, fuck, I'm trying to be better. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to level up. You know, I'm trying to get better at something. And then it's like, you got to have that give and take in a relationship, obviously. Yeah. And I think a big part of it was me not being ready to, like, I guess, compromise mm -hmm. as far as my time and the things that I really wanted to do because mm -hmm. I felt like I was doing a lot of things that that person wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, well, fuck, what about what I want to do yeah. type thing? So. It has to be a two-way street. There has to be compromises on both sides for sure. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could fucking, uh, I don't know, like, just be like, oh, well, I'm ready to see you right now. Yeah, that's fucked up to yeah, say. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Just have an on-call, like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I um, think a big part of it, too, kind of comes down to, like, if there was more time in the day. Yeah, that's You know too. what I mean? The fact that, like, you know, you work, everyone kind of traditionally works, like, what, like, what is it? I don't even know how people eight hour days is that eight hour days yeah, yeah eight hour much. days it's like that eight that's eight hour of your, of your day like you essentially wake up like fifteen minutes together thirty minutes together and, and then, then you like, get home I got like fucking you know twenty employees here ten employees here mm. and I'm in Berkeley and in San Francisco mm. and then I got my hobbies that I want to do and yeah. I got my friends and I got a girl and then I got my mom and my dad and my sisters plus mm. my nieces and it's like yeah. then I'm a Raider fan yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I'm a fucking Warrior fan yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck, then I like to, you know, go out with my friends sometimes. Yeah. I like to hit a joint. Like, yep. whoa. That's a know? lot. <laughs> how, a fuck, lot to, how do you deal with everything? Yeah, for real. Um, I think that's why a lot of people, when they have, like, similar hobbies that line up, yeah. it makes sense. But then, dude, like, you know, what about when you and your girl have the same hobby, bro? You can't fucking step away from. Yeah, you can't get a break. Can't get a break, man. That shit is tough, bro. Yeah. Like, I think it's important in a relationship to have different hobbies. Mm-hmm. Like, I need to be able to do my thing, like, something I really like and I'm somewhat passionate about outside of you tagging along and feel like you're not invited if I don't invite you type yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, I think that shit bothers me a lot, too. Yeah. I see that. It's interesting. I was talking to uh, someone about the idea of, like, you know, not the idea of marriage, but, like, you know, getting married in general. Mm -hmm. And... uh like, when to do it and et cetera. And I was, like, thinking about it. It's, like, you know, my... I'll put my shit out there. Like my parents like were divorced, mm -hmm. you know? And then long story short, I don't know any <laughs> married people that haven't either ended up divorced or at one point been divorced or some type of, you know, uh, infidelity, I guess you call it technically yeah. or cheating on each other within it. I don't know any, I don't know any. And then even like, I was thinking about it too. It's like in the past, it's like, there was a, a big portion of people before like the internet was a thing. Uh, like it would end up in divorce, but it would take a long, long time. Mm -hmm. I feel like now that the internet is a thing, it's so much faster. It's like people will get married and then get divorced in like six months to yeah. a year. <laughs> Dude, I mean, there, there's people that take bets on <laughs> on people's relationships asking how long they'll be together. Yeah. Like my parents have been together since they were, I want to say 16. Wow. But of course, there's been rocky roads, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I remember being younger, they're getting into arguments. My dad moved to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? There was a whole yeah. thing. Like I remember that shit. Yeah. Um. So like, you know, if you're gonna be together that long, shit fucking happens. Like yeah. I talked about on an episode a long time ago. My grandma literally shot my grandpa. Oh yeah, I remember that. Like five times. Yeah, you know? yeah. Not like five different times. But like yeah. she fucking was going to kill this motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like. And then they still were together. Yeah, that's wild. So it's like, love is fucking crazy. Yeah. Being in a relationship is crazy. Yeah. I'll tell you this. 
if a chick shoots me, <laughs> yeah, uh-uh, game over, bro. It's over, dude. If a girl slaps me, I'm like, whoa, yeah. wait a minute. Like, yeah, I've never been in a relationship where I've ever put my hands on a girl, or mm-hmm. she's ever put her hands on me. Yeah, but I think if it ever gets to that point. One, I'm going to call my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of my sisters. They're going to have to beat your ass yeah. for one. And then for two, we're just never going to talk again. Like, Yeah. Well, I think I think when it like gets to that point, it shows like a severe imbalance in like emotional discipline in a certain sense. Yeah. It's like you're, everyone's entitled to their emotions. Everyone's entitled to their feelings. But if you let it get to the point where it is controlling your reactions and you're not able to like control yourself. Like, then that's a problem. And I think that's, like, when people start slapping each other. Like, that's just not cool. No. That's wild. Yeah. Shout out uh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, for real. You made it. <laughs> you did it. That's a big – someone – I seen someone on uh, – on I think it was Cam Slant. Uh, he said this should be a, a holiday for men today <laughs> or something. I th- It's important, though, man. Like, it Dude. really is. Like, it's a big, pivotal – I think it shows you that, like, people are kind of, like, fed up with a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of stuff going on in like media in general and like how a lot of narratives are being played. Like no matter what, like it could be inflation, how that's being played out. It could be like the war in Ukraine, how that's being talked about. It could be anything. I think people are just kind of like finally like, okay, we're cool. We're done with all the fakeness. Yeah. Like we're done, you know, because I'm personally over it. Like I'm like, like, oh, cool, monkeypox, whatever, man. Is that a thing right now? Yeah, there's like, oh my God. Well, like Bill Gates just put out a book talking about like saying that like <laughs> Fuck, preparing dude. for the next pandemic. I'm like, prepare for yourself, bro. I'm like, get the hell out of here. You know what's funny, bro? I was just celebrating my friend graduating um, college. And I got, I posted on my story. I was out with, with a bunch of people and shit. And someone <laughs> DMs me and they go, watch out for the monkeypox. And I, and I'm thinking they're talking about coronavirus. Uh-huh. Uh, literally, I thought that's yeah, what they were talking yeah, about. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, I blew it off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every day thing. there's a fucking new thing, bro. Fuck. Well, it's, I'm not going to get too conspiracy on it, but like, all I'll say is there's a lot of stuff I think that like just doesn't feel right. Let's put it that way. Like, when I get in my zone and then I hear certain things, yeah, it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel natural. Right. I think there's a lot of unnatural things going on right now. And it just like doesn't. All I'm saying is like build up your ability to sustain yourself, build up. Because let's put it this way. If they shut us down like COVID again. I don't see that happening, bro. I don't I, I just can't see us like going and hiding again as like people. Well, I think uh, there there's two scenarios, right? Either they they, because I'm going to tell you right now, I think like there's a high potential that like a new virus is going to come out mm-hmm. that's going to be way worse than COVID and we need to lock everyone. Something, I feel like something along those lines is going to pop up. Either everyone is going to get locked down and then they're going to start to implement things like, you know, vaccine passports again, but like way more in depth, like kind of like how China does it. Or like there's going to be a fat revolution of like all the people with guns and they're yeah. going to be like, y'all ain't telling me to do shit no more. And like, it's going to be, you know, and I think at that point, a lot of the people who were on the opposite side of the spectrum of like, oh, we want more lockdowns. We want more lockdowns are going to be like, no, 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 actually we don't want that anymore. Yeah. But fear is a very powerful thing. And if I came to you and I'm like, hey, I'm an expert. I, I'm a professional in the medical field. And I'll tell you right now, if you leave your house, 
you will die. And if your neighbor leaves the house, they're going to possibly infect you and kill you and all your loved ones because they're not listening to us. That's like a powerful tool to be able to kind of control the reaction. People are going to see their neighbor outside and fucking kill them. Well, yeah, they'll, 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 there <laughs> I mean, was. I don't know if it's going to go that deep, but fuck. I think I, I think this was real. I've seen it somewhere, but like there were rewards for reporting people leaving their house during quarantine, like the Gestapo. Essentially, like you would be able to call the police and be like, uh, "Hey, I saw my my neighbor leave the house and go do something that wasn't permitted," and then they'll like legit like be, like give you a reward. So it's like there's like. All I'm saying is, like, you, everyone needs to be able to find a way to be able to be sustainable by themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have the ability to, like, manage to grow some fruits and vegetables, like, learn to farm a little bit. Like, learn to grow food and, like, you know, like, cultivate the land. Learn how to, you know, like, be able to sustain. Because if they do lock us down, and, like, look at it, man, inflation's going through the roof. There's a talk about food shortages. There's talk about soil depletion. And there's there's talk about, like, all of this stuff. Like, you know, like, the, everything, the price of everything and the limit of everything is going up. Mm-hmm. It's like, there could get to a point where it's like, oh, you don't get your daily ration. Like, shit's getting crazy, man. Like, all I'm saying, like, all I'm doing personally is, like, you know, saving my money, getting my mind set to the point where I'm going to move somewhere with a big chunk of land, get some chickens, yeah. plant some vegetables, plant some fruit you know, like be able to live off the land, off the land. I, I was watching yeah. some videos of these people. They've actually been living off the grid, like full on off the grid for like 14 years. I'm not saying I'm going to do this, but essentially they built a house out of like this mud. Like, and it doesn't look horrible. Obviously it looks like it's made out of mud, but like somehow they made it look really nice. But like they have, I think they call it like a, a, a food farm or a food forest or something. Are they Amish? No, but they have like a little plot. They have a little plot and they did this all for like under $2,000. They like built a house out of mud. They have a little food forest that like essentially it's like composting itself and it has fruits and vegetables. And like they're able to like they they said that like, yeah, like we are able to live like we would be able to live indefinitely like by ourselves. And I think that is the ultimate freedom because like, oh, let's say you get locked down and there's food shortages and there's no power and there's no water. It's like, oh, well, we got all that right here, you know? Yeah. I don't want to fight anyone over some fucking tissue paper, bro. For real. I mean, that's what (laughs) I know. That's the basic, basic of it. But fuck, man. Yeah. I could not imagine being on lockdown again. That was. Yeah. And then this time I would do it like by myself, right? Like I had someone with me the whole time. We were together and it was a whole thing. But like. Dude, I don't. I couldn't imagine coming home every day or being home every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I could play video games all day, but fuck, yeah. dude, like it gets to a certain point, you know. Well, and that's like the thing. It's like if you're stuck inside and like you can't leave the house, it's like that's like a nightmare, you know. It's like you don't have like a backyard or something, like or something. I don't know. All I know is like I'm not. I do not like that because growing up, you kind of get this idea of like, oh, I buy a house and then like. I'm free because there's always going to be food and there's always going to be power and there's always going to be freedom and this and this and this. And then like now you're kind of seeing it's like, well, they literally were able to like lock us in and like you look at China and you're like, oh my gosh. So like now it's like, okay, freedom isn't free. It's like you, if you really truly want freedom, you need to own your own land, you know? And like what I was talking about on one of those little rants, it's like they're buying up all the houses and trying to get everyone to rent. Like there, there's a whole saying, I forget what it's a part of, but it's like, you will own nothing and be happy. 
It's like that's like a, a saying that people are saying is like the basis of what they want the world to be. Yeah. It's like you will rent a car, you will rent a home, you won't own anything, and you'll like it. It's like that's terrifying. Scare me, Travis. I know, right? <laughs> Scare me, go man. Start looking. How much is a chicken? <laughs> like, cows for sale, dude, man. Yeah, but that's that. That's my game plan. Me and my girl, like, she already started planting some stuff. Uh, we're about to plant like a little berry bush and stuff. I'm learning how to make topsoil, uh, how to uh, like accurately compost, you know, because that's the thing. If, if you can work, that's what the world is, man. It's like it's here for us to give back, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the whole idea. It's like instead of like just taking and leaving, it's like if you take, if you cultivate the soil and you grow fruits and vegetables and then you compost and reinvest that, you know, biodegradable stuff back into the soil, it's like it's and then you're not paying someone you're you're cultivating and growing the land and then it brings more nature and it's just like that's how it's supposed to be in a certain sense like obviously we're supposed to have like all of this other stuff but like i don't know man it's it's a it's a crazy world and i think we all need to kind of you know start to take a little bit more ownership because the idea that someone can come in and like be like nope 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 sorry bye bye like that's not okay no i agree yeah that's uh that's terrifying it's not fair right i mean i think we already posted about what it is like in China for mm-hmm. us to go there again. Because mm-hmm. I think they were already there, right? And then for them to be on it again was yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. You know, people were really, really desperate. So, Well, and that's the whole thing. It's like, well, nothing's worse than COVID. It's like, just you wait. They they could make something. They could chop something up real quick. Or they could at least say, that's the thing, right? It could not, they could come out or something could come out, right? It couldn't even be real. Yeah. It couldn't even be real. It could just be some fake shit. But they could say it is. And a huge portion of our population will believe it to be true. Yep. And like even people in the government say this all the time. It's like the hugest pusher of false information is the government. Mm-hmm. It's like they have a whole like history of covering stuff up, you know? So it's like they could easily come out and just be like, hey, this is the thing. And it sucks, but hell of people will believe them. Yeah. And I think like through COVID, like when COVID first hit, I had hella faith in our government. I literally remember telling my girlfriend, like, when it first hit, I was like, when they sent us, like, the stimulus checks and everything, I was like, you know what? For the first time ever, I felt like, you know, like, I feel like this is, you know, like, I have full faith in the government. Like, obviously, they're not going to let us just, like, stop entirely. And then, like, obviously, time kept going on and on. I'm like, okay. And then, like, more information kept coming out and, like, the cover-ups and, like, all the stuff. I'm like, all right, man, like, this is I'm, bullshit. Yeah, I'm done with y'all, like, yeah. for the people my ass. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think I guess I'm on a different playing field, or I guess uh, I, I obviously know the government doesn't have my best interest. Yeah, you know what I mean. But it was nice to get those checks. I definitely, um, I was happy to get those. You know, you had to pay them <laughs> off in uh, taxes, right? What? You didn't know that? No. So all those stimulus checks, bro, that wasn't free money. That was a, an advance in your tax return. Oh, it, so they just took it out of my taxes. They took it. They took it out of your. So what? So let's say you get a thousand dollars in that stimulus check. Yeah. When you did your taxes, I got no money back this time. Actually. Exactly because they gave it to you in stimulus checks. It wasn't free money. They didn't give you free money. They just gave you. They essentially gave you a loan that was paid off with your taxes. Wow. So it's like if you typed in, like, let's say you did your whole calculation. So even though I'm fucking paying taxes, mm-hmm. and they're fucking taking a big portion of my check. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, usually you get a little bit back. Well, because that's the thing, bro. Let's say that you were supposed to get, you did all the calculations, and you're yeah. supposed to get 4000 back. But you got 2000 in stimulus checks. That's why you're supposed to enter in how, if you receive the stimulus checks. So if you're supposed to get 4000 back, but you got yeah. 2000 in stimulus, now you only get 2000 back because they deducted the stimulus check. Because they essentially just like, hey, we're going to give you your future money now. Shit. Which is like, but that was my money in the first place. I see why Wesley Snipes did what he did. Yeah, bro. That shit makes sense. It's a slimy game, bro. It really is. And, like, I love the benefits of, like, our culture and stuff in a certain sense. But, like, just that whole concept, man. Like, growing up and, like, owning a business now, like, it's just not, you know. I want to be able to wake up and, like, know that everything is secure. And enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you work fucking hard. Like, mm-hmm. we all work hard for our money. We all yeah. fucking show up to work. We fucking spend more time at work than we do at home. Yep. And to feel like the government's taking damn near half of my money. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. And, well, I mean, what are you going to do about it? Go to jail for not paying them? Like, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, then someone else is paying taxes to keep you in jail for not paying your taxes and, like... It's it's a it's a cold game, man. It really is. And I, again, I think everyone just needs to really like learn to be self sufficient. That is the ultimate goal. And like this whole idea of like owning a home, yeah. that's the idea of self sufficiency. Like, I'm what, fucked, bro. Rent? I'm gonna tell you this. I'm fucked. <laughs> I fucking dude. I do not cook. Yeah, yeah. I don't cook at all. Yeah. Like, I don't cook, bro. Yeah. Like, I fucking put some shit in the oven, uh-huh. microwave, or I'll go out and spend my money for motherfuckers that. Are professionals at cooking for other people. Yeah. That's how I live my life, and I'm fucked. They got you, bro. <laughs> they got me, bro. You better they hope you live in, like a, a, live in a commune or something, like a little community center that there's a cook involved. I just need to meet a girl that likes, I mean, I, I had that already. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then they complain about that, bro. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, you're never, yeah. just you're never, never free, man. You're never free. Fuck. Freedom ain't free. Fucking life, man. Yeah, bro. At least I look great. Facts, but you need to buy some chickens, get some chickens, get some seeds. Dude, I need to get something, man. Food's going to be the new gold in the future. Dude, book of Eli. Yeah, well, that's why they're trying to make everything in factories, bro. They're trying to like, oh, the Beyond Meat Burger and all that nonsense, bro. So ridiculous. (laughs) Funny, I just saw this fucking thing on uh, on Instagram today where a dad dad and his daughter were taking a picture together in the the mirror, right? Mm. They're taking a little selfie. And he's like, cheese. And the daughter's like, Dad, I can't say cheese. I'm vegan. <laughs> so ridiculous. So then she dude. goes, lettuce. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, bro. This girl's fucking eight years old. That's wild, bro. That's what that's what they're teaching. They got, like, vegan Mondays and vegetarian Fridays now and stuff. It's like, meat isn't. And that's the whole thing, right? Like, there's all these, like, studies. We'll wrap it up in a second. But there's all these studies where it's like, oh, like, meat is bad. Meat is bad. Meat, this is bad. This is bad. But all those studies are done on highly processed, uh, like, grain meat. Yeah. You like, know? this cow comes from some not horrible right. farm yeah. that is fed all these horrible hormones and all this stuff. Yeah. That's why it's bad. They don't do the studies on, like, the pasture-raised, grass-fed, cage-free, organic. They don't do the studies on that because it would say it's like, oh, yeah, that's great. And, like, the cows are, like, you know, fertilizing the land. And it's, like, this beautiful harmonic yeah, how it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. But they don't do the studies on that. 